5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, it's a new week and it's the beginning of the week or you know, it depends how you look at your weeks. What's the start? What's the end? Who knows? Um, but sometimes they call Sunday the first day of the week, but uh, it's kind of Monday being the first day of the work week. So however you want to shape it, whatever. But either way, we're going to go back to the beginning and we're going to go to Genesis chapter 2. Now, this is the account of God making Adam and Eve. And as he's looking at Adam... And he's looking at him in the garden. Um, and, and Genesis chapter 2 would be kind of more a detailed account of of the things that are happening. I mean, Genesis chapter 1 is kind of a quick breakdown. Genesis chapter 2 is like, hey, let's take a look at this Adam and Eve characters. And you see Adam, and he's kind of doing his thing. But uh, God looks at me, you know, like the Lord said, it's not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is right for him. So the Lord God formed the ground for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for it. You're right. So there's that whole thing. So Adam's doing his thing. God sees that it's not right for man to be alone. And the aloneness part is the difficult part. Because you can see the toll it would take on somebody, even in a perfect paradise, that it was still taking a toll on Adam, like continuing to take care of all of the creation that God had put there. And so he's like, hey, I'm going to make him a helper, right? So Eve comes along, and the part that we're going to kind of really zero in on would be the last verse of uh, Genesis 2, and this is Genesis 2.25. It says, Now the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. Now, this is the part that gets, you know, like real tricky, right? Because you're finding naked and unashamed. Naked and unashamed. So there's the part, like this is before what we would call the fall of man, right? This is before Adam and Eve uh, listened to the serpent and were deceived, and they fell in, and then they tried to deceive God by saying, oh, like, I didn't know we did anything wrong, like, um, you know, and then blame game happens. That whole thing happens all later. Right now, it's kind of like they're standing here, they're naked and unashamed, because there's nothing that has encumbered them yet. There's no... That no no shame of sin, no guilt of you know trying to hide things or what like there's a whole thing, and this is what happens. I mean, you can find like of course nudist colonies today who are saying, oh, we're naked and unashamed, but like I think that this speaks to much more than just the outward flesh. The naked and unashamed is not just shame that because of nakedness, like it's shame that goes to the inside of us. It's the shame that all like life brings because we're not making right decisions. We're not doing what we need to do. We're not living the way that God would want us to live. And this is the stuff that brings shame. 
Now, that's where people would come in and they'd say, well, you know, this whole Christianity or religion thing, you know, it's all about shaming people, you know, out of doing, right? And, but it's like, right, so what's the opposite side of that? Like, so you want to have zero law and everything's open to you. Well, what's that going to do? Well, let me tell you, this is going to lead us down a path that's going to just say, yeah, nobody cares, nobody cares, do whatever you want, and there's going to be consequences to that, like, no matter what. Now, what God was trying to do, you know, from the start is to be able to put some structure, you know, to this. He's like, you know, here's the way that I would, you know, this, this is the good way. This stuff, if you're leading this kind of life, if you're not doing this and then doing this, this will be good for you. You'll live long, all that, you know, those promises that come from God's law. Now, if God's putting this in place. Now, he's looking at it and he's saying, I'd like you to follow this. Now, what he knows is that we are sinners, right? That we do fall short and God's not like, okay, you know, forget about them. Or God also doesn't say, well, just forget about the law then. Nope, God doesn't do that. Now, what it is that happens is that this whole mixed up thing with law and grace is that when you get into, you know, these moments with Jesus and you're looking at it and Jesus says to them, you know, if you're, 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 uh, you're feeling burdened, right? And that's what the law does is it can burden you. Like, be this person, do these things, right? And you get burdened by it, it gets heavy. And he's coming across a lot of those people. He says, but take on my yoke because it's going to be light. And that, what does that mean? Does it mean like I'm in a strip of, you know, the law completely off? No, Jesus said, I have not come to abolish the law I've come to fulfill it. Nobody else could fulfill it. Jesus was the one who could. And so by him coming, he's saying, here, this is, the re- this is what I want you to see, is that there's grace and that there's forgiveness. Not abolishing the law. It's still good. Still following that. Still go down that path. Right? But... Grace and forgiveness is always there. And so this is, I think, where we get to the man and his wife, right? Adam and Eve were both naked and they felt no shame. And I'd really like to be able to tell you that it's on this side of heaven that we're going to be able to to get there, but I don't think that's going to happen on this side of heaven. But there is a moment that I think that God's forgiveness that brings us, and it should say, your shame is gone, your despair has been thrown out, you've been given grace, forgiveness, mercy that's new for you. We don't have to feel shame. Every time we do, we bring it to Jesus, and we say, Jesus, take this. I don't want it anymore. Now, as humans, it's going to get wrapped up again, but there is a time when we see Jesus face to face that we will feel no shame because God is the one who sees us. God knows us, knows everything about us as if we were naked, and he loves us the same.
All right, think about that today. We're going to end there, and we'll be back again tomorrow. All right, take care.